I know this. The only quiz of its kind on Desi Radio in the U.S. And win points, a prize, laughs, and make friends. To get on the Indo-American News Radio, email today IndoAmericanNews at yahoo.com or call 713-789-6397. Indo-American News Radio on Masala 98.7 FM every Saturday, 3 to 6 p.m. with Jawahar Sanchali Pramod and Jyoti. Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanchali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. Hello everybody, this is Indo-American News Radio and from the soft, soulful melodies of Jyoti to the vibes of... Hard realities of news is the way Pramod put it, and he's absolutely right. And the other hard reality is that we have Sanchali back. That's a hard reality. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> Come on, aren't you glad that I'm back? Yes, Did certainly you? we least, are glad. At least, yeah. at least say you all missed me. Come we, on. We, we have missed you. <laughs> we missed you on every show. We actually have proof that we missed you. Yeah. I'm going to erase the proof. <laughs> Thank we, you. We Thank talk you. about it every week. Aww. And Sanchali is now back, and she She's here with determination to tell us everything about her trip. Yes, absolutely. What did you do there, Sanchali, that we didn't do here? Oh, I traveled. <laughs> <laughs> I went to North Bengal. Uh-huh. Got to see the Kanchenjunga from three different angles. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, so al- also went to... The three Indian angles. Three Indian angles, yes. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Is it they were all fr- from West Bengal. And then, you know, we drove to Sikkim, went to the border, uh-huh. Natula Pass. Indochina border. Oh, that's okay. well, very well known. Yeah. It's a very skinny 14, border. 14,400 feet. It's a very skinny oh, wow. bo- uh, corridor yes, between yes, the two, yes, right? Yes, Did yes. you have any breathing issues? No. There were several boards, uh, you know, uh, cautioning people. She br- she has breathing issues when she comes here. She breathes very heavily. <laughs> 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 but I did catch a cold, so oh. yeah. But uh, there was slight snow flurries. Got to see a lot of yaks, really you know, grazing. Well, sounds like yeah, a, you saw the ride a highest golf course in the world. So yeah, lo- so many uh, you know beautiful sights over there. Got to see an archery on the uh, uh, archery ground on top of a mountain. Archery ground? Yeah, and they just do archery like freehand without those lenses and high high tech. Uh, you know, uh, attachments. So it yeah. was a lot of fun. Got to mix with the locals. They were very friendly. Did they, Diwali they, with them. Were, were they nice to you? Very nice. You know, they were doing pujas. They don't hate Indians they, over they there? They speak uh, Nepalese mostly, you know. You don't, when I went to Nepal many years ago, they, yeah. they didn't have very fond words to say about India. Oh, really? Because they, they they India is the, is the big brother yeah. with the danda. So most of what I did was in West Bengal, but they don't speak Bengali, yeah. In West Bengal, they don't speak but Bengali? Yeah, they don't speak. In North Bengal, they don't speak Bengali, the, Nepal, the people of you Nepalese know the origin. places you went to, this is Jyoti. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm hanging in. Uh, so uh, the places that you described or you were sending pictures of, 
I have read them about, I mean, I read about it in Satyajit Ray's Yes, uh, he has Saluda's Mysteries. Exactly. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, this I know, I yes, know, I know this. Yes, I know Kalimpong this. Was, yes, is Kalimpong. one of the exactly. favorite spots yeah. of a lot of Bengali Precisely. authors. Yeah. For those second geners who have no idea who Satyajit Ray is, Pramod, would you clue them in? He's a well-known uh, film director, but also he has written lots of detective stories. And no, but, but the only uh, Indian to win the Lifetime Achievement Oscar Award. Right, yes. yeah. so, but he's more On his deathbed, he received it. On, but, yes. but he's more well-known for films than he is for Absolutely. short stories. Absolutely. But he, he and, is and multi. Name, name one film that... that Pothir Pachali, which won the golden Palm d'Or, Palm d'Or at Cannes. Uh, when it was first released. And that's Khan, not Khan like in our ear. Khan. Khan, Khan. C-A-N-N-E-S. Khan. Khan, Khan, Khan. Not Kanes, like many people would say. Right. So, well, that was great. So, Sanchali? And you know his, he, his E.T. by Spielberg was stolen from Satyatre. So it was his uh, idea. That's what he says. No, that that is the truth. Oh, really? They, yeah, they yeah, determined yeah. there was some similarities. It it was totally stolen. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yes. Well, then they should. Did and they, did and they he's also made. Uh, he's written a story about that, and it's also been made into a movie. I saw the movie at the Indian Film Festival this time in. Uh, and uh, I think Parish Rawal played the role of the the author, who's, you know, stuff gets. Well, Sanchali, well, Sanchali, it's really nice having you back here. Yeah. Now we're going to get read right into the program. The lineup. And, and, and you can do the lineup as only you can do. Yes. but uh, <laughs> So what have y'all been up to all Wait a minute. While? She doesn't have the lineup. <laughs> no, because I was talking to y'all, and you, s- you always jump on me and, you know, make me do it. So, okay, folks. So today is... December 2nd. December 2nd, almost the end of the year. And as you know, on our 3 to 4 session, the IA and Unplugged, we had Classically Yours with Jyoti, where she played soulful Bollywood songs based on rag, Darbari Todi. And now the lineup for the 4 to 6 p.m., our interviews section. So, as you know, you are listening to Indo-American News Radio, which is a production of the Indo-American News newspaper. We are on 98.7 FM, and you can also listen to us on the Masala Radio app. By Monday, you can hear the recorded show on podcast, which is uploaded on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Breaker. We have four years of podcasts and have had over 8,200 hits, Jawahar. The number has gone up. It is going the up. The last time I did the lineup, it was about 7,400. It keeps so on going it's up. quite a huge jump. Yeah, yep. that's wonderful. Please do support our show to receive Spotify uh, um, notifications. Give us a five-star rating, please, and that will get us higher ad clicks. Next Saturday, December 9th, Houstonians will vote in the runoff elections for municipal seats, including the most important one for mayor, which pits John Whitmire against Sheila Jackson Lee. We will be joined once again today by the incumbent U.S. Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee, who, if she wins, will return to the halls of Houston City Council, where she started her political career in 1989. She will be calling in at 4.20 p.m. to explain why she's better. Uh, she's the better candidate for Houston mayor, and we are also joined by her supporter, Sohail Hassan, to help conduct the interview. 
It's almost the end of the open enrollment period for Medicare plans and a selection needs to be made by December 7th. We will be joined once again by our frequent guest, Medicare insurance broker Kaushi Shah at 5 p.m., who will explain the differences between the Medicare HMO and PPO programs and what is different this year versus last year. Most large institutions like hospitals, senior living facilities, corporate dining areas, and the like outsource the food they serve to companies that specialize in the business. We will turn to Rajiv Jaggi at 5.20 p.m., who is the development chef for Culinary Solutions with the multinational firm Sodexo. And he designs meals that mainly focus on current trends, health and wellness, local and sustainability, ethnic cuisines, and flavor enhancement. To be featured on our show or to advertise, please contact us at 713-789-6397 or at News at yahoo.com. Please pick up the print edition of Indo-American News, which is available all across town at grocery stores. Also, visit our website, indoamerican-news.com, which gets 70,000 plus hits to track all current stories. And please do remember to visit our digital archives from over 15 years. Plus, our entire 42 years of hard copy archives are available in the Fondren Library at Rice University. And here's Pramod with his fantabulous news roundup. Uh-oh, Pramod. You, you know, Saint yesterday they, I found another admirer of your uh, Sridhar's wife, Lekha. She said she really enjoys you. Oh, okay. Good we, have, so, we have groomed so, him well. So yes. I said, yeah, that's my favorite section <laughs> It too. took me three years, but uh, <laughs> oh, I think be, I'm getting There's a third admirer who is Jyoti, But there, don't forget, there is one person who still, who still calls me every day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, live from Indo-American News Radio, this is Pramod Kulkarni with the latest news from Houston, the United States, India, and around the world. At the top of the news this afternoon is the renewed fighting in Gaza after a week-long ceasefire to allow the exchange of Hamas-held hostages and Israeli-held detainees. Hopes have dimmed to provide humanitarian aid for 2.3 million Palestinian civilians in Gaza, about 80% of whom have been displaced from their homes. Meanwhile, people in India are awaiting the results of state assembly elections in five states, Chhattisgarh, Telangana, Madhya Pradesh, Rajasthan, and Mizoram. The BJP party expects to form governments in Rajasthan, Madhya Pradesh, and uh, uh, possibly in uh, Mizoram. Exit polls are predicting a victory for Congress in Telangana. The results of the vote counting will be ab available later tonight. A cyclone named Mishang is forming offshore Tamil Nadu. Heavy rains are lashing parts of Chennai, and fishermen are bringing their boats back to shore. A holiday has been declared for schools and colleges in several coastal districts of Tamil Nadu. The Indian government has taken a low-key approach to an indictment in New York's Southern District Court of an Indian citizen who is accused of collaborating with an Indian government official in a murder-for-hire plot to assassinate sixth separatist leader, Gurpavan Singh Pannun. World leaders are participating in the third day of COP28, the International Climate Conference in Dubai. More than 50,000 delegates, including 
Prime Minister uh, Narendra Modi of India and U.S. Vice President Kamala Harris are discussing the future of fossil fuels and possible funding for third world countries to deal with the climate change. In Washington, D.C., the House of Representatives has expelled New York Congressman George Santos on corruption charges, despite the efforts of Speaker Mike Johnson to retain the Republican majority. Now the Republican advantage in the House is only three, making it difficult to steer the conservative agenda through the Congress. In Houston, early voting for runoff elections uh, ended on Friday. Now the last day to vote will be on Tuesday to decide several local elections. The next mayor of Houston could either be State Senator John Whitmire or Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee. Former Harris County Clerk Chris Hollins and former County Treasurer Orlando Sanchez are facing off to become the next controller. There are four at-large council races up for grabs, including the District G race between incumbent Mary Nan Huffman and challenger Tony Busby. In sports news, India defeated Australia in the fourth T20 match in Raipur by 20 runs, despite a low-scoring affair of only 154 runs. The fifth and last T20 match will take place tomorrow morning at 7.30 a.m. local time in Bengaluru. In college football, 7th-ranked University of Texas faced off against 18th-ranked Oklahoma State for the Big 12 championship. Uh, University of Texas easily beat Oklahoma State by a score of 49-21. to 21. And uh, on Sunday, it will be a battle of two up-and-coming teams when the Houston Texans will meet the Denver Broncos. Both teams have a 6-5 and five record. Finally this afternoon, it is the 191st birthday for Jonathan, the world's oldest living land animal. According to the Guinness Book of World Records, the giant tortoise was born in 1832 on Seychelles Islands and was brought to the island of St. Helena in 1882. According to his caretakers, Jonathan shows no signs of slowing down. That's all the news for this afternoon. More views, discussions, and music as we continue with the Indo-American News Talk Show. Slight correction, uh, Pramod. The okay. score was 174, and Australia scored 154 and right. lost by 20 yeah. runs. Yeah. Uh, I, I couldn't give the both scores, yeah. but uh, uh, you know, 154 is a very s small score. Yes. Mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, on my way over here, I heard that there was uh, just breaking news that there was an attack in Paris, oh in really? the center of Paris, just a few minutes ago. Oh, okay. I'll and check on that. And then also Sandra Day O'Connor passed away. So right, that's right. Also yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we, we may be having our first guest calling in, and we're waiting on that. So, and yeah. Sohail Hassan is going to be in, uh, introducing her. Right. Okay. So we're going to be talking to Sohail Hassan and um, Sheila Jackson Lee. In fact, what we can do is we can actually do Sohail Hassan's um, introduction real quick. Sohail so or Sheila Jackson Lee? Sohail Hassan. He's going to be also part of the, okay. the interview. So he's on hold on line one, uh, sure. Jawahar. Sure. So Sohail is um, Sohail Hassan. Hassan is Houston Business Journal's 40 under 40 class of 2023 and founder managing partner at MarketSpace Capital, 
a private equity real estate investment and development firm located in Houston, uh, managing nearly 500 um, million of residential multifamily assets throughout the uh, country. And he has, uh, his past achievements include uh, success as an entrepreneur in Department of Energy Solar Sunshot Catalyst Award. He received it in 2015. And he has extensive experience working in finance, technology, and commercial real estate. Uh, he has exited several business ventures related to engineering and technology. And he has also served as director of U.S operations for the apex group of companies. His educational proficiencies are in real estate transactions, political management, international affairs, political science, sociology, and European Union politics. He has a BA degree from Texas A&M University, a master's degree from George Washington <coughs> U University, and a certificate in advanced international affairs from the Bush School of Political Management, a certificate in European Union politics from the ASCO Europa Stiftung University in Saarbrücken, Germany, and a certificate in real estate management from Cornell University. Most recently, he earned a certificate in fintech revolution with a focus on blockchain from the Wharton School of Business at the U at University of Pennsylvania. And he sits on the board of various nonprofit organizations. And he's the president of the South Asian Chamber of Commerce, Commerce in uh, Houston well, yeah, since 2019. Welcome to the show. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. We're, we're almost out, out of time. We're going to go to our first commercial break, and when we come back, hopefully we'll have Sheila Jackson Lee with us uh, along with Sohail. So don't go away, folks. This is in American News. World News. Movie Reviews. And Local Community Roundup. Every Saturday. 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo-American Indo News Radio. Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanjali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. It's Indo-American News. Oh, I didn't have my mic on, so now I do. Uh, everybody, we're back to Indo-American News, and we are going to our very first guest, who is still has still not called in. She's probably on the campaign trail somewhere along the way. But we did introduce Sohail Hassan, who is uh, very much involved with the campaign. Hi, Sohail. Good afternoon. Such a pleasure to be here with you. Right, for the, uh, and we had you on the show very briefly, actually, about uh, in on the 28th of October, I think, and uh, at that time we had Sheila Jackson Lee with us uh, also. So we're looking forward to having her with us again. I just checked with her office; she should be calling in any minute now. But since you're so in, uh, closely involved with the campaign and you know more about it than most lay lay people, tell us how's it going for the campaign right now. Well, I know she's uh, busy on the campaign trail, but uh, I think more importantly, Jay, for our community, uh, it's important to know that, of course, the congresswoman is a household name. Uh, oh, yes, that's, that goes to, without saying, yes. Yeah, and I mean, she's done so much um, throughout the decades, right, uh, in terms of uh, her support to get USA for Gujarat, 
mm-hmm. after the 2001 earthquake. I mean, even post 9-11, uh, she was at the forefront visiting different temples, gurdwaras, mosques, to make sure that our communities could deal with those you know, threats that were uh, being brought onto our community. So uh, I remember specifically she actually brought FBI leadership uh, to meet with our oh, community yeah, I that. leaders at that time. Yeah, and, you know, just in addition to that, she's been instrumental in getting the entire Black Caucus to vote for the Indian Civil Nuclear Deal. Uh, of course, she served on the Indo-American Caucus for many years and uh, has led delegations to India many times. And actually, I think it's, you know what's important to note is that she's uh, one of the key congressional members that's actually flown on Air Force One to India with uh, President Clinton, I think, if you recall. Right. And um, so, you know, throughout the years, I, I mean, you can go on and on about her support R- well, so the South Asian community, right? So with regard to this, everything that you just mentioned, one of the big things that came out in the in city council just a couple of days ago was when John Whitmire challenged the fact that there weren't enough Asians and other minorities, including Latinos, on city uh, positions, uh, specifically within uh, department heads and the like, and it's a fair criticism on my part, uh, on from what I from what I can tell, but. Do you think that uh, Sheila will be able to change that around and add the diversity that you just mentioned? Yeah, I mean, well, first and foremost, uh, I think uh, Senator Turner came out during a city council meeting and took issue with some of the stuff that uh, Senator Whitmire was saying. And, you know, in fact, uh, head of Metro was appointed by Mayor Turner, who is an Indian American, if you recall. And there are a number of other, uh, you know, senior positions within the this current administration that are made up of, you know, minorities, not only South Asian descent, but other minorities as well. Uh, but I think it's important to note that, you know, throughout, uh, you know, the Congresswoman's career, uh, she's had the support of the Indian community. And uh, I, there's no doubt in my mind that she would uh, appoint not only a diverse uh, set of leaders that to, to lead, you know, her, her administration, uh, but also, you know, her specific goal is to include more of the youth as well and young professionals uh, because, you know, she fundamentally believes that uh, they're obviously the future, right? And, and including them and bringing them into the process now is very important. So I certainly believe that she, you know, because of her connections to the, the South Asian and these other minority communities, um, that she certainly would be uh, a leader that would, you know, try to progress that um, at least you know, far further than any other candidate, that's for sure. Yeah, so had in the first election, um, uh, Senator Whitmire had a lead uh, over um, uh, Representative Lee. Uh, So uh, how does the campaign uh, expect to challenge that? Uh, Do you think more of her supporters will come to the uh, runoff election uh, to vote? Well, as you know, that's a great question, and you're absolutely correct. And, you know, in this uh, specific election and at this time, she is an underdog. Um, If you recall, Senator Whitmire actually had a war chest of funds to be able to use towards this election. And some even questioned the legitimacy of his ability to use those funds. But, of course, that's going to be settled in a court sometime after the election has already taken place. Um, So she has already been kind of working from behind. uh, But, you know, never doubt 
the spirit of the you know these communities that are coming out, especially the black community, uh, who is of course going to come out you know in um, full force to vote for her. And as a reminder, you know this election because it's a runoff election, uh, it's a very low turnout, uh, so it's going to be you know decided by a matter of a few thousand votes. Right. Uh, so it's so important for our community and for uh, everybody to, to go out and whether, you know, whoever, whatever candidate you support. But uh, because of the impact that our vote will have, it's important that we participate and in, in this election process specifically for this, the mayor of Houston. That's true. Uh, and just for the benefit of our audience, I'd like to mention that Sheila Jackson Lee is the U.S. representative for Texas's 18th congressional district and she has served since 1995. The district includes most of central Houston, and she's a member of the Democratic Party and has served as an at-large member of the Houston City Council before being elected to the House. Uh, so Sohel, uh, if you can continue. Uh, uh, we are waiting for uh, Miss Lee to call in. Well, uh, we can do a little bit more of an introduction because apparently she's stuck at an Acres Home event. Oh, so okay. why don't you continue on, Pramod? Okay, so I could uh, talk to her uh, about her a little more. Mm -hmm. uh, Sheila Jackson Lee was born in Queens, New York. Her father, Ezra, was a comic book artist and the son of Jamaican immigrants. Her mother, Ivalita, was a nurse and came to New York at an early age from her birthplace of St. Petersburg, Florida. Jackson Lee graduated from Jamaica High School in Queens. She earned a BA in political science from Yale University in 1972 and a JD from University of Virginia School of Law in 1975. She's a member of the Alpha Kappa Alpha sorority and she's married to Alvin Lee and has two children. Uh, Sheila uh, made three unsuccessful attempts at local judgeships before up being appointed as a Houston municipal judge from 1987 to 1990 by then mayor of Houston, Kathy Whitmire. In 1989, Jackson Lee won the at-large position for a seat on the Houston City Council, serving until 1994. On the City Council, she helped pass a safety ordinance that required parents to keep their guns away from children. She also worked for expanded summer hours at city parks and recreation centers as a way to combat gang violence. In 1994, Jackson Lee challenged four-term incumbent U.S. Representative Craig Washington in the Democratic primary and defeated Washington by uh, a ratio of 63% to 37%. In the general election, she defeated uh, Republican nominee Jerry Burley by 73% to 24%. Since then, Sheila Jackson Lee has never been seriously challenged in a re-election runs, having been re-elected at least with 75% of the vote in every election. Well, thank you for that, Pramod. Now, in this particular election that we have, we're going into it with Whitmire and uh, ja Lee running um, Almost neck to neck. Uh, Whitmire is six to seven percentage points ahead of Jackson Lee. Yeah, we discussed that just earlier. Just just a minute ago. Yeah, I was trying to reach out to to, to connect with her, but like I said, she's at an Acres Home event right now, and they're doing a toy drive, etc. So she may be calling in. Hopefully, she's calling in. But because we'd set this up like two weeks ago, 
Sohail and I and uh, her, uh, her camping office. But you know how it is while you're on the camping trail. Yeah, yeah. So We've had a similar experience with Tony Busby. <laughs> Tony Busby, yes. And we had one more with the one with another candidate. I don't remember with now. John Whitmire also, I think. No, 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 it was, no, no, it was... He was on time. Okay. It, it was Michael he Kubash. Called, called Michael Kubash. Kubash. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, so, uh, Sohail, you, you, you're working very closely with her campaign, I guess, in order to, to make sure that she gets elected. Do you see... Um, do you see... How do you see the race happening? I mean, it's still pretty close, and according to what I've read, since, since Jim McCann got elected in, in 1979... There's never been a candidate that overcome this kind of wide gap, even though it's not a wide gap. Sure, sure. You're talking the gap, I think, is like six or seven points, and then, you know, mm -hmm. of course the margin of error is around two, three. So this is very close. Um, and, you know, I think, once again, it's going to come out to um, mobilizing the vote, right? And I think the congresswoman is um, working to do that, and that's probably one of the reasons why she's late to this uh, interview. But nevertheless, I think, you know, it's important for your listeners to know um, the experience and commitment that she has, right? Um, she obviously brings extensive experience and, uh, to, and commitment to public service. She's uh, served in Congress for numerous years. And of course, her dedication to the people of Houston is evident through her track record of advocating for the community's needs at a national level. Uh, but, you know, in addition to that, she still has an intimate understanding of local issues. Um, because she has long-standing ties to Houston, she possesses really a nuanced understanding of the city's unique challenges, uh, which I believe positions her well to address local issues effectively. Uh, and, of course, her familiarity with the community's concerns is a significant asset in crafting targeted solutions as the next mayor. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, furthermore, she's, she has the leadership and vision, um, you know, obviously throughout her entire career as being a black woman in Congress. I mean, and even in our local community, I mean, everybody knows the name Sheila Jackson Lee. Well, that's that true. So she can actually yeah. use this to our benefit to try to get some, some federal funding because that's where most exactly. of her, her strength is in, in, in connections are. But I have to, I have to lay it out. On 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 the table right now because I even mentioned this last time Miss Lee was on the on the show with us on the October twenty eighth. Essentially, we in Houston. Oops, here we go. Sanchali is having some re repercussions of an Indian trip. <laughs> so um, the uh, what we what I point out out to her at that time was that in Houston, now I've been here for a very long time, but in Houston. We pay a lot of lip service to what minorities mean to us, to the community at, at large. What they mean, we say with great relish, Houston is a very diverse city. It has so much to offer. There's so much food. There's so many people uh, from other places. And, and this adds to the culture of the, of the city. But the problem is for a city like Houston, uh, almost 200 years, well, two, over 200 years old, something like that, um, there is nothing to indicate th that the city has pride in its, its minority. There are no monuments, there are no districts, there's no uh, signages, uh, apart from Bel Air Boulevard, whether it's in Vietnamese and Chinese. 
uh, Gandhi district in Hillcroft. Right, but there's yeah. just a sign that was put there by the Indian community. The city as a whole doesn't show any th any any kind of uh, drive to create a district that has uh, the draw of a touristic point of view. You know, we, if you made Little India into a little bit more something, it could it could it could develop some cash revenue. People will come there as tourists, right? But but that's the, my sore point with all the politicians that have ever run for office in er, in, in sure. every election here. And I, I sure. asked Sheila Jackson Lee about this last time. She said, "Sure, we will do something about it." But talk is cheap. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it's important for the city to embrace our greatest strength, which is, of course, um, you know, I'm our minority population. And I think uh, everyone knows that it starts. You know, the way to your heart is through your stomach, mm -hmm. and um, it certainly starts with food. And highlighting the the diverse food that we have in this beautiful city of ours is, in my opinion, the way to, to go about highlighting um, our minority uh, districts as well. But, you know, you should know that, of course, Houston is home to the new Mahatma Gandhi Museum, the only one in all of North America. Um, so, of course, you know, and then the funding for that came in part through Congressman Al Green. And um, so that is one element of, you know, showing the support to our minority communities. But nevertheless, I agree with you, right, that um, hopefully our next mayor uh, will, you know, take that into consideration and, and try to create programs that highlight specifically our, our minority communities. Well, you know, I've spoken with you. I'm sorry. No, there's also the Tagore Group, which got received some funding because, you know, the land was acquired with city uh, and the Gandhi statue in Miller, uh, I mean, near next to Miller Outdoor. Correct, at the in Rose Herbert Garden. Park, yeah. The Rose Garden. Yeah. yeah no, no, I, um, I was just going to point out that I share what you s you, you're saying. I think you understand w where, where I'm coming from, and including uh, your, 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 your father, who I very much respect for everything that he's done for, the, for our community. Uh, but the, 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 what I'm getting at is whoever the next mayor is, they need to stitch together all the communities so that they actually start producing some results for our city as a as a destination po point. Uh, I agree. And maybe, uh, maybe, maybe, uh, well, I'm hanging my hat on Sheila Jackson Lee to make that happen. So. Yeah, well, I agree, Jay, and I think that uh, particularly, you know, embracing what Houston is probably known best for not only in this country but around the world which is our space program mm -hmm. and the fact that you know we are kind of the destination and you know personally i believe that we at a city ought to embrace that and, and you know i was pushing for when we were revamping the astrodome to do something that took into consideration that type of component because you're right, there needs to be that destination place when when people visit here, when you have family that visits you from out of the country or out of town, uh, you know you don't really have that place to go and take them to that gives them you know a sense and feel for what Houston stands for. And I think um, having something like that, you know, and again, at one point I was hoping that the Astrodome was going to be you know something like that, but um, that continues to be mired by. Um, you know, political issues, funding issues. Um, and so I think that it, it'll be a long time till we probably see something happen. But, um, you know, uh, 
it's going to take real estate developers working with hand in hand and public private partnerships along with the city real estate um, developers to, just like you yeah exactly yeah, yeah. yeah the, considering the size of our city we really when visitors come we really have nothing to show you know right. just, besides nasa you know so we've we've got uh, uh, two minutes before we go to a commercial break but sohail the point uh, with, in case anyone just joined right now we're trying to sohail hassan who's on helping with the campaign for Sheila Jackson Lee for who's running for mayor Sheila Jackson Lee is supposed to be on hopefully she'll be on in the next uh, few minutes if not then we'll be ending the interview with Sohail Hassan um at, at about 4:50 um the 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 point being this you know somebody has to start the ball moving it's enough to say that's astrodome well that's a, that's a, an old story it's gone no, nobody's going to even touch it but if you go ahead and put esplanades and a plaza and seating arrangements and fountains and arches and everything else in little india i tell you what we're going to have some people who are going to be bending over backwards to go there and to put in the money for that kind of development and that's where the mayor can take a strong hand little korea on in 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 on little york it little york is actually going away right now because everyone's moving out to korea town in on the kd freeway at the uh, grand parkway that's true so so this city in the, from that vantage point all the mayor's candidates all the other all, all the candidates keep on talking about s- being safe and so on but nobody's touching this so folks don't go away this is indo american news uh, i'm this is jawar doing a belly ache <laughs> <laughs> which sohail hasan who's wondering where he got himself into <laughs> <laughs> but we'll be right back with these after these messages with uh, uh, some of our sponsors and hopefully we'll have Ms. Sheila Jackson Lee join us at that time so don't go away we'll be right back Indo-American News Radio India News US News World News Movie Reviews and Local Community Roundup every Saturday 4 to 6 p.m. on Masala 98.7 FM Hi I'm Jawahar I'm Sanchali and I'm Pramod Indo-American News Radio Jo badi mushkil se khele wo heere maharaja mein mile asli heeron ki qadar hoti hai jidar maharaja bringing diamonds to life maharaja diamonds stars from the sky shining beautifully on your fingers 5821 hillcroft 7137845673 happy holidays from maharaja diamonds heera kya hai heera wo pyar hai jo dikhte thakta nahi jo har kasauti par khara utarta hai हीरा वो है जो बनता है हर चेहरे की मुस्कुराहट जो रहे हमेशा आपके साथ आपका और महाराजा जूलर्स का सालों साल का रिश्ता एक हीरा है महाराजा जूलर्स 5821 हिलक्रॉफ्ट 7137845673 महाराजा ब्रिंगिंग डायमंड्स टू लाइफ लगता है जैसे कल ही तो हमारी शादी हुई थी फिर छोटी सी आन्या आ गई। अब देखो हमारी बेटी स्कूल जाने लगी है 
सोचती हूँ जिंदगी को कहूँ जरा धीरे चल जिंदगी धीरे चले ना चले लेकिन जिंदगी में महाराजा के हीरे बहुत चलेंगे जिंदगी और महाराजा के हीरे दोनों ही बहुत कीमती सेलिब्रेट लाइफ विद महाराजा फाइव एट टू वन हिल क्रॉफ्ट सेवन वन थ्री फोर एट जीरो सिक्स सेवन सेवन सिक्स ब्रिंगिंग डायमंडाइफ शादी की बारात निकलने वाली और फुल दो घंटे डांसिंग चलेगा लेकिन ये सारे वीडियोस शूट करने के लिए मेरी फोन की बैटरी चलेगी या नहीं शादी में फोन की बैटरी चले ना चले लेकिन शादी में महाराजा के हीरे हमेशा चलेंगे वो शादी ही क्या जिसमें महाराजा के हीरे ना हो सेलिब्रेट वेडिंग विद महाराजा फाइव एट टू वन हिल क्रॉफ्ट सेवन वन थ्री फोर एट जीरो सिक्स सेवन सेवन सिक्स ब्रिंगिंग डायमंडाइफ Looking for fresh homemade spices? Chandrika Masala is the place. Chandrika Masala Retail Outlet at Factory Location, One Three Two Two Zero Morphy Road. Chandrika Masala, one hundred percent homemade spices, atas and chutneys. Seven One Three Seven Eight Nine Three Zero Eight Eight. Chandrika Masala dot com. Seven One Three Seven Eight Nine Three Zero Eight Eight. Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanjali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better every Saturday. Listen to Masala Radio, three to six p. Indo-American News. Hello, everybody. We are talking to Suhail Hassan, who is very much involved in the campaign for uh, Sheila Jackson Lee's run for mayor of the city of Houston, and we are waiting on her to call in. She's at an Acres Home function right now, doing some toy drive stuff and with the children. Hopefully, we'll be hearing from her very shortly before we have to turn off our next guest. Uh, we may have to extend the program. It depends on when she calls in. Mm -hmm. You know, we we want, we have kind of fixed slots. Um, but Sohail has been very patiently listening to me eat off his ear about the real estate development in Little India. Sohail, you are the head, the president of the South Asian Chamber of Commerce. Don't you think that could be done? Yes, absolutely. And um, you know, once again, I think that it's important for us to have a seat at the table. Um, with, with these types of decisions and, and, you know, being able to promote not only the South Asian community, um, you know, but other minority communities, uh, like you said, Korean, as well as, um, you know, black communities, and, and just to, in order to support them and highlight them to, you know, visitors and to the rest of the city. Well, so what happened with the Korean community, for those who don't know, who don't follow this, little York, little uh, yeah, Little York is where, and Gessner, that's around where the uh, old Korea town was. It went, it wasn't doing very much. It wasn't, it was kind of like a very rundown type area. So what happened is some developer came in and opened up M, M, M Town or something like that, which is a Korean supermarket on the Katy Freeway at the Grand Parkway. Yeah. And that whole area has blossomed. So suddenly Katy gets the benefit of this, not Houston. And it could very well happen the same way here because... The one uh, we have the cricket fields in Prairie View A and M. Right, and but you know, it, all this is part of the Greater Houston community. Correct, but ha having tourist dollars coming into Lil uh, Hillcroft and Fifty Nine, 
would add a lot of value. That may be here. Let me get it. Why didn't you? Continue? Sure, sure. So, so him, yeah, uh, uh, um, you know, uh, what role do you have to play on the, the Sheila Jackson Lee campaign? No, I'm just, uh, of course, you know, we, she's been such a friend to our community over the last several decades, and uh, I'm just, you know, promoting her campaign. And, um, you know, no doubt in the things that you had mentioned that out of the two candidates there that she's, of course, the most well-equipped to be able to bring those types of much-needed change. Uh, and ultimately, she she's line? known for her advocacy and collaboration, right? Yeah, um, yes. On, on, on key issues, healthcare, education, civil rights. And, and she has so, the ability to work across party lines and collaborate with diverse stakeholders. So, I'll just uh, hate to interrupt you, but we have Miss Lee on the phone. Miss Lee, it's so, much, so good of you to call and take some time away from your busy, busy schedule. Well, it is my privilege, and you're right. I am out visiting with every voter and citizen that I can find, as well as resident of Houston, because I've made a commitment that every neighborhood, every community, regardless of culture, religion, uh, economic status, has to be a part of the growth and success of this city. And having had this experience in Washington, both domestically, nationally, and internationally, I know how to focus on the kitchen table issues, uh, and that is a better quality of life, better income, and then on the real issues that uh, people are frustrated with, how to be a real crime fighter, how to use all of the law enforcement resources in our midst, not just HPD, but constables, the sheriff, the federal law enforcement. We get them working together. We can weed out uh, high crime areas and violent criminals and bad actors who just want to prey upon our innocent community. We can do that. Uh, and, of course, I want to see more housing built in our neighborhood. I want to see a streamlined permitting department, um, a better city health department building on what we have, but focusing on the needs of uh, mental health services, the needs of our community, uh, and then, of course, uh, climate, uh, the environment, uh, and making sure uh, that we have clean air. All of that can be done uh, as we look to take Houston into the future, because a futuristic Houston is going to be a clean air city. It's going to be a tech city. I'm building a whole tech center beyond the ION, because I've got tech people all around the city. Mm -hmm. So we won't have tech in one area, and we're grateful for the ION, but we're going to have uh, startups in every corner, and they're going to be tied in to the city's infrastructure on technology. Uh, if I can they interrupt can you. Starting up in their neighborhood. They can be in their garage. If I can and, interrupt uh, you real quick, Ms. Lee. Yes, Ms. Lee. go right ahead. Uh, I, just two weeks ago, I was at an innovation uh, uh, seminar uh, from at the Texas Medical Center. It's called TCM. Yes. Innovation, and it's an it's an accelerator incubator kind of situation. And I was shocked; they were up to 100 company representatives, 100 startups. Oh, my, I'm sorry, 60 startups and 100 participants that had come there from the Netherlands, from the UK, not f let alone whatever happened in, in the in the US. And they were drawn by exactly the kind of thing that you're talking about. Now, we need to market this and market it very, very re resourcefully. Absolutely. And I think you're the, you, you are one of, you're a right person for that as far as a minority goes because 
as a minority, you recognize what our aspirations and dreams are. And what your assets and talents are. How about that? Correct. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. That That is what I'm hoping that people get from our conversation here today, that as minorities, we need to stick together and we need to make sure that things happen for our advantage. We, we, we're, we're, we're very small players in the overall general elections. But in runoff elections, the turnout is very low. So we can make a difference if we turn out in large numbers. Correct. Absolutely. I'm so glad you said that. I, I will just finish on saying a tech center, a research center, an entertainment complex. Uh, let me just say that the Indian community, Indo-American community, uh, this is really an opportunity to really have a powerful seat at the table even more because, as you said, uh, if you uh, get the vote out, if we get the vote out, uh, we will have a powerful presence in a mayor that sees all neighborhoods and all communities. And I'm on here to, one, thank you, but just to, we've got to get you out to vote. It is early vote. Most people are wondering, is there an election? Yes, you have there's a whole new opportunity uh, for me to win in this runoff if the voters come out and they have tomorrow uh, the 3rd, they have the 4th on Monday, they have the 5th on Tuesday, and they have December 9th, which is actually Election Day on a Saturday. On a Saturday. And I just believe good things can happen if voters of goodwill just get themselves excited and get out and vote. Right. And it's the kind of programs, it's the kind of vision that's going to make the difference for people to right. actually make a decision. And Ms. Lee, we were talking to Sohail about, he's the president of the South Asian Chamber of Commerce in Houston, yeah. to make Houston more marketable to tourists, you know, especially, you know, the minority communities. Because we have a lot of us here, but there's nothing much to show, you know where we can take them to. Say, for instance, a visitor comes to Houston, there's not much to show them besides NASA. And, and we, by the way, we convinced Sohail to part with $35 million to start <laughs> the <price. laughs> Well, well let, me, let, me, let me try to change that around. It's what we think is not. But people come here and they are excited about our restaurants uh, and our Indo-American food. Uh, and the many restaurants that they have. We just have to market Houston in a way that someone says, you know what, I'm spending the weekend having a whirlwind of restaurant visiting in Houston. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I'm going out to visit the array of tasty and delicious Indo-American uh, restaurants. That's what I want to spend myself my time doing. Or I want to investigate Discovery Green. Or I want to take um, an opportunity to see the fabulous museums including mm -hmm. the Museum of Fine Arts and some of the, or the Gandhi Museum mm -hmm. uh, that has just been open. We have to market our city to the national uh, desires and have people take a weekend here, and they will not be able to finish it by a weekend. They'll say, I have to come back, because there was too much for them to be able to see. And that's why we, we need money. We have a fabulous zoo, and many cities do not have zoos. They have a fabulous children's museum. Most people don't even know that. Mm -hmm. Children love it. And so let's market Houston and for, our story. And for that, we would like to have a seat at the table to help make that happen. Yes, and absolutely, that is my commitment. That will be my mission. That's the excitement I have in leading this city because we'll build on what we have and really take Houston into the future. The mayor that uh, you can trust, the mayor that cares about you, and the change we can believe in. That's Sheila Jackson Lee taking Houston into the future. 
Thank you so much, Ms. Lee, for joining us and making time for us. We uh, really appreciate you making time for us every time whenever we right, request and you. Right, uh, we, we don't want to take you far away from the other commitments. I know it was t uh, tough enough getting thank 10 you. minutes out here. But thank you so much. And everyone, we've been talking to Council. Thank you. Uh, mayor, and mayor. remind everybody, early vote is going on until the 5th, and the election date for the mayor of the city of Houston and council members is on December 9th. So you can vote all the way up to Tuesday. You can vote in a relaxed way, but you need to turn out. Right. All right? Right. Thank you okay. so much, Miss Lee. Good luck to you. I hope to see you, you as the next mayor. Thank you. Take and, care. And now. Sohil, hold on for a minute, please. So, Sohil? Yes. I've put you on the spot. 35 million bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what will it take for us to, you know, uh, you know that's be a drop more in, in the... That's yeah. a drop in the bucket for a lot of the very uh, well-heeled business people that that They're are a part of the chamber right and yeah certainly and uh, uh you know so yeah, it, uh, i voted for miss lee on friday and i thought uh, early voting ended on friday and then the no, election was on tuesday no it's the fifth okay so the election is on on saturday on saturday the ninth oh, okay so, so there's still time to uh, for early voting correct correct and uh, Sohail, thank you so much for for being there to to play interference while Miss Lee was coming on the phone. Absolutely, thank you for having me, Jay. It's always a pleasure to be here with the Indo American News Radio team. And um, if there's uh, once again, I would encourage all your listeners to go out and vote. Right. Well, thank you so much. That's good words of advice, and we know now what we can expect if Miss Lee gets into uh, the seat. And we will hold her uh, to her promise at that point. So thank you, Sohail. Have a good uh, holiday season, and we'll talk again, I'm sure, after the elections. Thank you, everyone. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Bye -bye. Bye -bye. So now we have a few minutes left. We've got five minutes left before we go to our next uh, uh, commercial break. I have to make an announcement, like I said. Yes. And uh, let me make the announcement. It's a good thing you reminded me, Sajari. <laughs> Now is as good a time as any, right? Right. Yeah. We so have a break. So I saw quite a few movies when I was in India. I can talk about those. Certainly. So I've got the announcement. I've got the announcement. Okay. So this is a very important announcement because this this kind of ties into the uh, uh, the tourism thing that we were talking about. Did you know that the Sikh Center on Prairie Drive in Winfern on the northwest side of town is 50 years old? That's amazing. And it is the Sikh the first Sikh Gurdwara in Texas, 50 years old, and right. they have re received a historical marker from the state of Texas. Oh, That's wow. great. And we were not there to cover it because our uh, history goes back 42 years. Correct. Well, <laughs> but we will be there to cover it on s tomorrow when Correct. they uh, when they're holding it. I was going to ask, so are they having special celebrations for that? Right. Well, uh, they are going to be joined by uh, Ronnie Ellis. They're going to be joined by uh, maybe uh, one of the mayoral uh, candidates. Oh, okay. And, they b and, and maybe uh, a few other people. But um, as a as a celebration goes, it's not a, a pomp and circumstance kind of celebration. It's more uh, prayerful. Singing Shabbat Kirtan and all. Right, and yeah. then the the big langar and so on, and then meeting of the people. But it's it's a very nice uh, building. If you pick up a copy of our of our paper, or if you actually go on our website, you can actually take a look at the old copy from last week, where we had a full page ad from them. 
so we encourage you to go there. It starts at 10 o'clock in the morning, goes all the way to about 3 or 4, and it's at the Sikh Center in, uh, let's see, the address is 1, I'm sorry, 8819 Prairie Drive, and it, uh, the phone number is 713-466-6538, and it, you will not be disappointed. So please go out there and take a look and, and join in the Golden Jubilee celebration. And with that, are we almost at the no, magic hour? Almost. Yeah, almost. we got a couple more minutes. A couple more minutes. Yes. And then we're going to be going into meeting with uh, our next guest, who has, so far I haven't heard from her in over a week. I'm getting very, very anxious, so I'm going to call her <laughs> Koshi Shah. So right, right. Our so Medicaid representative. Right, right. So let me try to get her. While we're waiting, let me mention that... Uh, you know the temple in Ayodhya is yes. uh, uh, being built, and it will be ready in early January. Yes. And uh, um, I saw some pictures of the construction, mm -hmm. and it's amazing. It's huge, and uh, uh, the UP government is also constructing, or uh, al near the finish of a the first phase of an airport. Oh, okay, that'll be good because yeah. it'll draw a lot of tourists. And guess what? At our Durga Puja in Kolkata, mm -hmm. uh, the pandal which drew the most amount of people, most number of people, it was what? A replica of the Ayodhya temple. Oh, okay. So it was a large, you know. So January 22nd, I think, is the date that the uh, temple will be consecrated. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, that would be an amazing situation. So Gujarati Samaj of Houston had an election and they have a new uh, board now, new president, vice president. Correct. New committee. All right. And some uh, soccer tournaments going on here, huh? C there was a cricket tournament. Oh, that was a cricket. cricket tournament, okay. Yeah, that took place and uh, gladiators were the tournament winners of the TCC Fall 2023 tournament, and the Big 12 team was the runners-up. Do you still play cricket, Pramod? Yes, uh, not as, uh, uh, you know, we have only like seven, eight people mm -hmm. gathering, so it's more of a practice session. Okay. But the TCC in northwest part of Houston, amazing. Uh, uh, Jawahar, it's time for the commercial break. Okay, Yeah. News Radio, India News, U.S. News, World News, Movie Reviews, and Local Community Roundup. Every Saturday, 4 to 6 p.m. on Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo-American Indo News Radio. This is Sandhya Tucker, and yes, I just had full face and neck all therapy at Ameriju. Truthfully, it was a little uncomfortable as the energy zapped in deep to reactivate my own collagen. But the results are amazing. Chin lifted and tightened. Fine lines and wrinkles disappearing. Dark spots definitely faded. I am so excited. Optimum results are yet to come after three to six months and will last for years. For your complimentary all therapy consult, Call a Marriage 713 960 6262. 
WellPoint Medicare Advantage plans provide access to quality care to help members address their whole health. That's why they work with Integranet, a practice that puts patients and their providers front and center. With WellPoint, your whole health is our whole point. Integranet has a staff and providers that speak your language to ensure you have proper access to the care you need. Our growing network provides options so you can find the care you need in your language. Call 833-808-2310 to find out about our plans, which include dental, vision, and hearing, and that's just the start. That's 833-808-2310 to learn more and find a plan that's right for you. This policy has exclusions, limitations, and terms under which the policy may be continued in force or discontinued. For costs and complete details of coverage, please contact your agent or the health plan. Other providers are available in the WellPoint network. WellPoint is an HMO plan and an HMO CSNP plan with a Medicare contract. WellPoint is an HMO DSNP plan with a Medicare contract and a contract with the Texas Medicaid program. Enrollment in WellPoint depends on contract renewal. Services provided by WellPoint Insurance Company and or WellPoint Texas, Inc. If you think you're keeping up with the news, tell us what you know. Get on the Indo-American News Radio Quiz Show. I think I know this. The only quiz of its kind on Desi Radio in the U.S. And win points, a prize, laughs, and make friends. To get on the Indo-American News Radio, email today. News at yahoo.com or call 713-789-6397. Indo-American News Radio on Masala 90. 8.7 FM every Saturday 3 to 6 PM with Jawahar Sanchali Pramod and Jyoti. Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanchali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. Welcome back, folks, and we're going to be joined in by our next guest, Koshi Shah, and yeah, Sanchali. Yeah, so as you know, her. it's almost the end of the open enrollment period for Medicare plans, and a selection needs to be made by December 7th. So Koshi Shah, our guest who's holding, uh, will be telling us more about uh, these insurance plans and the difference between the Medicare HMO and PPO programs and what is different this year versus last year. A brief intro about Kaushi Shah. She's an independent insurance agent in Houston for Medicare and Obamacare policies. She became an insurance agent because she wanted to help people navigate tricky policies and provide her clients with peace of mind. All policyholders should know what benefits and which plan will best suit their lifestyle. She aims to help her clients understand what insurance policies make sense for them so that she can provide them with proper coverage. She has lived in Houston for over 20 years with her husband, Arjun, and her two children, Anjali and Ankit. She's of Gujarati Indian background and enjoys giving back to her community and helping at local fundraisers. If you or a loved one are turning 65 and would like more information on Medicare or information on Obamacare, please feel free to contact Koshi at 832-282-3515. Uh, the email address I cannot read, so I'll have Koshi give it to our listeners. So, and here's Koshi. Welcome to the show, Koshi. 
Thank you. Thank you so much for a lovely introduction. That's so sweet of you. And I'm so sorry to both of you for being late. I was actually on a call with another client just writing down their doctor's list and things you're like that. You're right on time. Heart. You're mm. you're not late. So. You you're, you're yeah. not, you know, but can you can you write me a policy policy for high stress for hunting down guests, right. wayward guests? <laughs> I need some policy for high stress. Um, it is really high stress right now. Right. Um, as you mentioned, December 7th is here. Um, that is the deadline. And we've been working, I don't know, I guess 63 days it is, um, you know, seven, eight weeks mm. of our enrollment period that the government gives us is almost coming to an end. This is the op um, open so enrollment period in which they can actually choose uh, between different policies, different companies, and so on. Yes, yes, yes. So this is your time to look at it. Always review your policy. Even if you want to stay with the same policy, it's okay. Always review it. All the insurance company always sends you all the notices. You know, it's called annual ANOC in, in, in acronym, like, you know, annual notice of changes. Always just glance at it. It's very easy. It'll tell you what you have this year and what you'll have next year. It kind of helps you like, oh, it is going up or no, it's not, or it's same, or they're taking away certain benefits. So it's so important to review it every year. So Kaushi, um, even if you do not make any changes, there still might be changes which you will have to look for, and you still have to renew every it, year. It changes in, in the benefits that the policy gives you. Right. But, so you still have to renew every year. It's not an automatic renewal. No, no, it gets automatic renewed, okay, yeah. Okay. But it's always good to review because... Like um, every year, and literally I can safely say this, that every year a, a carrier drops a plan. So let's say you have a plan, whatever plan you have, HMO, PPO, the chances are it might be dropped and they're, they're coming up with a new plan. And sometimes they make it easy and it'll transition over to the new plan with the new, new ID and the new name. But there's sometimes that there isn't any transition. And sometimes they just drop a plan and they send you a notice, but maybe you didn't get it or something, you know, who knows? And and then come January, you find out you don't have insurance. So always look it over, you know. Oh, um, okay. uh, but, it, but if everything is well, then it does renew by itself. But that's something that we always have to look into it to make sure it does renew by itself. Yeah, I see. Well, uh, there are so many other things that to be to go along with the plans. For example, I did not know uh, about one of the benefits for, for that are inherent in many, many pl advantage plans is that you can get free membership in, uh, in like uh, gyms, local yeah. gyms. Yes, yes. So and majority of the Part C plan, which is an advantage plan, they come with a free gym membership and they use the third-party vendor Majority of them is called Silver Sneakers. Mm -hmm. There's few carriers that calls um, that are partnered with Silver and Fit, and then there is one that's partnered with Renew Fit. Um, but pretty much, mostly all the gyms are similar gyms that are participating, such as 24 Hours LA Fitness, right. YMCA is back in the court now. Um, um, fitness connection. So all these uh, gyms are participating. Take advantage of it because it's something that that I think everybody really needs. 
Um, you don't have to do the heavy lifting, or if you just go yeah. and do some. Yeah, Goshi at the Y, it is free, I think, for senior citizens. Yeah, everywhere is free. Yeah, free. yeah. So, you know, There's you a a, a, a a listener who just called Koshi. He is uh, turning sixty-five on January eighth. So his question is, what should he do? Oh, he needs to contact me because first we need to know if he's applied for Medicare. Okay, so let's give out your phone number one more time, 832-282-3515. Sir, please call Kaushi. And uh, if you could give your email address to Kaushi. Yeah, yes. It's K-A-U-S-H-I at K-S-insurances.com. And I'll spell it. It's K S I N S U R A N C E S dot com. So Koshi at K S Insurances dot com. Okay, that's so, that's sir, great. Please uh, call Koshi. Yeah, she will be able so, to help yeah. you and guide you. Koshi, Absolutely. one of the yep. one of the benefit that I heard from you this time around was that there some insurance companies, maybe Aetna is one of them, are offering you free Apple watches or at least $600 towards the purchase of an Apple Watch, because Apple Watches have this medical connection that you can do EKG. Medical and alert, yeah. Uh, and it yeah, 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 absolutely. So, um, yeah, so there is a reimbursement with um, uh, Aetna, and it's up to $600, and it can be Apple Watch, or it can also be Samsung, or it can be Fitbit. And if you don't want watch, that's fine. It can be whole bunch of gym shoes because you know you can buy so many gym shoes uh for up to six hundred dollars send them the receipt and they'll reimburse you it can also be any um exercise equipment um treadmill stationary bike um hiking uh fishing gears hiking gears anything that is this true of every advantage carrier or is it just one or two no it's just one and then that you know couple of plans in Aetna. So that's the reimbursement so with them. But oh, I see. So Aetna is trying to sweeten the pot for a lot yeah, of people. And then a uh, couple of other insurance companies, uh, they have a cash benefit for dental. Um, and um, I think for uh, art, uh, eye exams as well. Uh, for example, Kelsey Seabold had a $500 allowance uh, for this year. And then next year, it's going to be 750 Oh, I see. So yeah. Yeah, so, so a lot of carriers give these, um, um, unfortunately, we can't say um, all the carriers' name or the benefits because it's not uh, specific gear to uh, sales presentation. But overall, um, lots of companies give these flex cards, and that flex card can be good for, like you said, sir, dental or vision um, you know, you can use it either or some, some carrier also adds in hearing aid benefits with it. So what they do is they also give you a dental coverage or vision coverage. So example, let's say they're giving you 3000 dental coverage or 2000 dental coverage. And then on top of it, like you said, there's a flex card that comes along with it and you can use that on top of it. To, to enhance your benefits wherever you need it more because we all need dental is so expensive. So it can be used for towards dental or some folks might need some hearing aids. So if the plan includes their hearing aid benefits in there, then it'll be for hearing aid as well or some all eyeglasses. Um, then there's other carriers that's been really popular for past two years is a flex card for groceries. 
and to pay your utility. Wow, really? Yeah, yeah. So that's also true. Um, But like I said, everything is plan specific. We have to check to see if your doctors are in the network, if that's an important part in your care. We also have to see if that plan works for you because it can be HMO. You can be used to PPO and you might not like the concept. So there's a few little things that goes along with it to make sure that to get that extra benefits of the flex cards, what are you giving up? Or if you're not giving up anything, you know, who knows? But there's a little bit of homework that we have to do. Right. So and what exactly yeah. is the difference between the HMO and the PPO? Hmm. Good question. Yeah. So the difference between an HMO and PPO, HMO is a health maintenance organization. It's it requires you to have a PCP, your primary care doctor, and that physician sends you to your specialist, so gives you a referral to see a specialist. Uh, I see. So you, you don't choose your own doctors. You don't go to the doctors of your choice. With the HMO, you actually have to go to a, a clinic. Oh, PCP and like the PCP refers. And the PCP. Yeah. But the yeah. choice of PCP I mean, is yours, right? You can choose the yeah, PCP. Uh, it, you can choose even your specialist. It's just that we have to make sure. You have to take that extra step. That, yeah. That, yeah. So we, we all, that's the homework that we always do. You know, we always ask you, who are your doctors? And we tell you that, okay, this specialist is not going to be in the network in an HMO or PPO. The other main difference with PPO is that uh, it also gives you an ability to see a doctor outside of the network at a higher cost. Uh, yeah, yes. so basically, Koshir, uh, you're saying that, you know, each one has different needs and the plan has to be tailored to your needs and you can Absolutely. help uh, uh, customers, customers with, yeah. with that insight. Yeah, yeah. And like yourself, um, you know, I know you have a different plan and, and Ms. Jyoti has a different plan. So, Correct. you know, it's just, um, it, it's tailored generally to your needs. So. Mm-hmm. Even in the same household, a husband can have a different plan and a wife can have a different plan. That's the way it should be. <laughs> 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 she wanted that Apple Watch and I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, we're talking to Koshi so. Shah, who's uh, with KS Insurances, and she can be reached at 832-282-3515 to talk about Medicare policies and Obamacare policies. And you better hurry because it's December 7th, which is also... Da, 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 Pearl Harbor Day. It is. Ah. It is. So it's it would be very much to your advantage to get this done before t- way too long, um, <coughs> but uh, that brings about a, a, a question in my mind, uh, Koshi, uh, and we've only got about three minutes left. Obamacare policies. Y- you sell Obamacare policies, but where I hear very little about Obamacare policies. Yes, yes, I do. I do offer Obamacare policy as well. And um, obviously, Obamacare uh, deadline is October 15. And um, it has a little bit different criteria than um, Medicare. It's filtered by your household income. And then, you know, everybody that's in their household, uh, household will need their name, date of birth. And then, the doctor requirements is still same. You know, we still ask who's your doctors, what medications do you take, and then we filter some plans according to that, and um, we send you some plans. Um, with Obamacare, um, you know, they have premiums or it can be zero premium, 
higher deductibles. Um, so it's just different, different concept. It's a little different where um, you might have to pay at one angle and not at the other angle or not so much at the other angle, meaning the co-payments might be cheaper if you have a higher premium. The deductible might be a little less if you have a higher premium. If you have a $0 premium, you know, you might have to pay a little bit higher. Right, yeah. Not always necessary, but, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. But let, let's anyway. let's focus back on, since that was October 15th, that was the deadline. So people need to consider this for the future. But what December we... December uh, uh, December 15th, I'm sorry. Yeah. But now let's... But the primary focus is... is uh, the uh, December 7th, which is the Medicare policies, and yes. uh, we've got about two minutes left. One, one thing that I understood, it took me a very long time to understand this, but there is a difference between, between Medicare insurance and, and Medicare Advantage insurance. Medicare Medi Advantage. Medigap, I think, is what you're trying to say. Supplement policy versus Advantage policy. Yeah, exactly. The Advantage policy, yeah. uh, the supplemental policies are issued and operated and managed and everything else by the by the government. The Advantage policies are actually managed by private insurance carriers, and private insurance yeah. carriers carriers uh, they increase the benefits in order to attract you as a paying client. And so you, it, it helps to compare notes as to what the other people's experiences are, have been with insurance companies like with United Healthcare, Cigna, Aetna, and so on and so forth. Right, right, Koshi? Yeah, yeah. So basically with supplement policy, like you said, your Medicare is a prior insurance. That's your, uh, pre, uh, you know, um, firsthand. And then when you, you still have to buy the supplement, which is also offered by private insurance company, and that'll be your secondary. So I guess people call it 80-20, um, but basically Medi Medicare pays for most of it, and whatever Medicaid doesn't pay, the insurance company picks it up, that 20% or whatever is left over. You only have a calendar year deductible. Um, next year, calendar year deductible is $240, and then, and then after that, basically, you don't pay anything, mm. um, depending on the type of policy you have. If it's Plan F, it doesn't have a deductible. Plan G has a deductible, which is 240. Plan N has a deductible. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to interrupt you. We are, we are shortly out of time. Yeah, We're going to be yeah, going to our next yeah. guest. I'm so glad that you took, the, you took the time from your busy day to come and call us and talk about this. Good luck to you, and don't forget to vote. Thanks. Yes, yes. Don't, forget, <laughs> please don't forget to call me, 832-282-3515. And thank you so much for taking me on air, and have a great weekend. Thank you, Koshi. Thank you, Koshi. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. 6 p.m. on Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Prabhon. Indo-American News Radio. Relationships, you know, they are like food. Unka bhi khayal na rakha jaye, to wo bhi kabhi kadwe, to kabhi khatte ho jate hain. Lekin, agar zara si mithas dal di jaye, to dur huye log bhi nazdik aa jate hain. To fir aap kisi ke ghar khali haath kyu jate hain? Ab se mat karna ye mistake. Do not forget to take cookies or cakes. Hot breads, the baked with love cookies and cakes. 5700 Hillcroft, 713-785-1212. 
If you think you're keeping up with the news, tell us what you know. Get on the Indo American News Radio Quiz Show. I think I know this. The only quiz of its kind on Desi Radio in the U.S. And win points, a prize, laughs, and make friends. To get on the Indo American News Radio, email today Indo American News at yahoo.com or call 713-789-6397. Indo American News Radio on Masala 98.7 FM every Saturday, 3 to 6 p.m. with Jawahar Sanchali Pramod and Jyoti. Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanchali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better every Saturday. Listen to Masala Radio, three to six p. Indo-American News. Welcome back, folks. This is Indo-American News, and we're going to be joined in with our third and final guest for this afternoon. That is Chef Rajiv Jaggi, who's coming in from Guadalajara and carrying a big bushel full of avocados for us. Right, Rajiv? Yes, I'm coming from Walahara, but no bushel. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> go back. Go back. <laughs> They're for you. They said send Jawahar over there. Uh-huh. Okay. Prabodh is going to introduce you, Rajiv. So yeah. hold on. Yeah. So Rajiv Jaggi is originally from New Delhi, and came to the Chicago area to pursue higher education and get a bachelor's in business administration. He followed his passion for cooking. At the Culinary Institute of America at Hyde Park, New York. After graduating in August 1995, he moved to Boston to work under Chef David Kincaid at Spasso's Italian Restaurant. He then opened Jaipur Cafe, a fast food Indian joint, and later moved to New Jersey to open Angan Indian Restaurant, which received four-star rating in just a matter of three months. Rajiv then joined. Flying Food Group, managing 26 airlines, developing and managing menus for all the international carriers, flying out of Chicago's O'Hare International Airport, and actively involved in developing and designing menus for Air India, British Airways, Japan Airlines, Korea Airlines, and so forth. Currently, Rajiv is the development chief for culinary solutions of Sodexo. Focusing on mindful signature brands, campus, government, schools, and senior living dining programs, he is also actively involved in fundraising for various non-profit organizations such as Asha for Women, Pratham, and Physicians Against World Hunger, to name just a few. Welcome, Rajiv, to our show. Thank you. Rajiv, I just flew by Qatar Airlines, and I was wondering, oh, was the food <laughs> you, you know designed and planned by you? But so, not so. You don't do so it anymore. I used, to, so I used to do this 19 years ago. That ah. time, Qatar was not flying into O'Hare, uh-huh. uh, and I I managed all the airlines, international flights out of O'Hare, not so. Yeah, moved on. <laughs> They came much later. Right. Well, But Rajiv, uh, in your experience, which airline has the best food? I don't. Uh, 
At one point, I think Singapore Airlines used to be number one, but I think now, post uh, post COVID, things have changed quite a bit. Uh, but before COVID, Qatar was uh, ranking well, uh, and Japan Airlines was ranking good. Um, but I am not in touch that much in the industry for airlines. Oh, okay. But so my experience, my experience was. Um, at that point, was Singapore Airlines had a lot of focus on the food. Well, now, Rajiv, now, now, Rajiv, the best food that's served on the flight is the one that you bring from your house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, Air you, India? No. <laughs> 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 good one, good one. Whatever you can get from air, well, the airport you terminal. Know what? You know what? Uh, since Tata has taken over, and I have some uh, friends who work for Air India, and they tell me that things are improving, they're bringing younger talent into the industry and i think they are going in the right direction give them about 18 months to two years and you'll see the difference oh then i'm I... taking a chance and going to india next year on air india uh but you, but you're going early next year you're going early next year right so anyway that that would that would be something else but that's digressing from what you do right now right with the, with all the experience that you have from the airline industry as well as opening and running your own restaurants as well as uh, sh uh managing the shed aquarium dining facilities in chicago uh and so on and and the experimental kitchens that you've been involved in you're a pretty well-known quantity you've actually gone to uh, places like like guadalajara and then like Argentina and and other places, right? To 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 yes. showcase what so you can do as well as what Sudetsu can do. Right. So uh, the reason I go some places like that is either to promote my own cuisine or they are asking for me to promote. Um, I did go to Colombia where we did fundraising for underprivileged kids. I raised about a uh, hundred thousand dollars twice. I went there. To wow. Nice. And at the same time, did a cooking class with them, with the people who were donating money. Mm -hmm. You should have your own TV show like Padma Lakshmi. Well, he was featured on the front, front cover of one of the magazines mm -hmm. in, in Colombia, as well as, I guess, other yes, places. Yes, And, and, and I, I did a talk show over there as well on the radio. Oh, right. But nothing like us. You know. <laughs> <laughs> there's, not, there's no two ways about it. There's nothing like you. Oh, yours. thank you so much. He knows, which side, he knows which side of the bread is buttered. Right, exactly. <laughs> Otherwise, I, I will have to sleep tonight in a hotel. I know. It's <laughs> all okay. in the family. So. so tell me, I'm curious. Uh, these days, you actually concentrate on, on food for institutions or corporations, senior living facilities yeah. and the like, healthcare facilities. Um, yeah. Has the food in these facilities really improved a lot? So in my experience for the last five years, what I've seen is, uh, in the way we are doing development and where we are uh, approaching the food is how the whole industry is approaching. It's not just what I like and what I want to put on the menu. It's a lot to do with our research, the technomic data we get from industry, what trends are going, and a lot of our development is based partly based on that. And then we come up with recipes focusing on those either ingredients or cuisines or trends and coming up with menus or direction to the, to the menus. And second fall to that will be that we also look at what are the ingredients 
which are coming up. What are the ingredients? Some of the things uh, the industry is pushing. You know, things which are. Um, well, yeah, 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 but I'm going to sustainable and all, right? Let me interrupt you here. Some of the hospital yeah, food sure. that that you get or senior living food facilities yeah. food is not very edible. So I, mean, um, I I can tell you in last two years when I've been working with the healthcare people and coming up with the menus, the trend is changing. We are introducing more and more of uh, world cuisine, uh, not focusing only on uh, bland diet, but obviously our uh, regulations are about dietary needs, renal diet, uh, cardiac diet. We have to be within the numbers, but the way we food is developed for them is now based on also the trends. Yeah. The last two hospitals that I worked at, I have a hospital employee, and uh, the dietary, the kitchen, basically they do provide options for halal meat, and, you know, yeah. cater more to vegetarian because there's a lot of vegetarians out there. And uh, we live in a Desi community, so they do. Yeah, so it will take a little bit of time. I think uh, I see the changes happening. And we are also, don't forget now, the patients with, or people who are now frequenting the hospitals are the ones who have already been globally traveled. They, they, they have tried other cuisines mm -hmm. 30 yes. years ago. It was different. People were not traveling that much, so they were focusing on food which is comforting to them locally, what mm -hmm. they have eaten all, all their life. But now, in the last 15, 20, 30 years, with the travel and exposure to the global food, they are demanding that, and I think we are working towards that as well. You mean and to say... Changes are not that easy within the, within the industry as well. We have to slowly start adapting, and it's also what hospitals sometimes demand, right? So what, what you're saying we is... Have hospitals which, which do, in Hawaii and all, they do absolutely Hawaiian food. I have done work with uh, California hospitals where they wanted ethnic cuisines, so we are we have done ethnic-based cuisines, like Indian, Indian cuisine, uh, Filipino cuisine, uh, Southeast Asian cuisine. So, so what you're saying is done on that. what you're saying is that instead of mashed potatoes and green beans, we could get alu uh, alu uh, uh, alu and alu paratha. No, alu no, paratha. No, 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 you won't ah, because you it's alu paratha, alu paratha is high fat and high. Alu yeah, puri. Yeah. Eventually, no. eventually it will come to that point where they will have to provide. So alu paratha know, is too unhealthy. Dal, so. Dals are becoming popular. I was dal. telling. Uh, Jawahar about it, that the pulse proteins is becoming very up and coming. So mm -hmm. they're using pro pulses all kinds, right? Right, right. And pulses... And adding small accents of meat into it and using to offset the protein by pulses and the expense called pulse proteins. Yeah, and pulses have the added benefit of being high in fiber, so they still can allow the patient to yeah. feel very comfortable. Yeah about that sort of stuff. But yeah, so more ethnicity in the hospital and senior living settings then. So senior living is, is a slightly different entity because now there are private senior, uh, senior living where they will then be saying, hey, I'm paying, so I want. And that's where trends you will see more often because they're managed by companies who, who are asking a lot more money to be living in that senior living facility not the state-funded, but the private ones, 
Yeah. And we provide food to them and they are looking for restaurant style food. And I went to Phoenix, Arizona and to a facility where there are celebrities living in there. And we started our bistro restaurant within the within the community over there, uh-huh. serving them a la carte menu. Obviously, the menu was shorter, but still they could order and it will be made to order. And they have to wait. The, the waiters will bring it to them. And so there's a mixed bag of senior living, one which are managed by, uh, by uh, more expensive companies and then there are others which are yeah and so rajiv you are right how much money they want to give towards the food yeah rajiv you are right uh, um, i've uh, visited a private uh, senior living facility where they have created five restaurants for uh, yeah. um, their patient uh, their uh, uh, really yeah where, their customers. Where in houston yes really mm-hmm. cool oh, that's very so nice this, this trend is not limited to america you now you go to india they have senior living communities over there oh, okay. and they are like resorts ah right i see so okay. you're the also trend is catching up helping out in schools you know so making uh, menus for schools as well well yeah so so the issue with k k through 12 schools is not what we can do is the the investment the school systems puts into it so they they you know the reimbursement rates for us in schools are very low. Mm. Uh, they want to pay us a dollar 40 for all the meals. Really? So and you can only get a dollar 40 worth of stuff. To, it's hard to provide uh, so we do have to focus on uh, mac and cheese. So and a lot of companies they make the school uh, the processed mostly processed foods like patties or tenders or So there are companies which get reimbursed by the government to make that because what how it works is they they can buy commodity products and and these are commodity products and their price price structure is lower but then they are they have to be 30 51% whole grain in yeah. breading or other things so they're cheaper yeah but then they are not that flavorful so the way to turn around is use um cheaper protein but then flavor it with sauces so we are working on that as well but for dollar 4 that's dollar 40 that's not you much can't you can do it's difficult yeah, yeah. but it's rajiv uh, you have to provide all you have to uh, make that four plate four compartment plate right so sure. you have to have fruit you have to have vegetable you yeah. have to have protein and you have to have fiber we've got five yeah. minutes uh, rajiv uh, what do you eat at home He eats eat chicken tikka masala oh. you know this guy <laughs> <laughs> I, i eat a, my comfort food for me other than indian food is is uh, latin food i oh, okay. enjoy it a lot i had great time in uh, mexico this four or five days it was a culinary immersion and i'll share uh, pictures with jawahar and then he can show it to you guys so uh, bef- before we run out of time rajiv over there is great Before we run that, that thank you for that bit of information but tell me before we run out of time and we want to talk very quickly sure. about your company Sodexo uh, so, uh, yeah so so, so Sodexo, I I understand Sodexo. that they they feel like they could get a very good plug from uh, a, a radio show like ours for for monthly ethnic foods is that true <laughs> so what we have to do is we have to talk and it has to be focused around something so uh, if the, If your community is 
reach out is towards things we are doing business with. It makes sense for us to do it. So I, I am open to that. I'm open to bringing that conversation over to to our our company and having that discussion. I cannot promise anything. No, that's that, that's, that's good. But what I wanted to make sure is that we, it, since Sudesco is doing such uh, great uh, uh, work in penetrating different types of trends uh, into these uh, institutions, Yes. T is that something that come from the top down? Is that what Sodesco sees as the future for their company? So future for our company is uh, we, we have competing in most all arenas, the four or five industries you mentioned, uh, government services, uh, universities, corporate dining, everything. Uh, we are competing with street food, right? So anything which is a restaurant. So we're trying to grab our, even in universities, we're trying to grab those students to come eat in the dining facility rather than, so the way we are doing it is we are targeting and bringing that to them versus them going out. So I will have a replica of hamburgers, of McDonald's-style food, because that's a trend, and mm -hmm. Chick-fil-A is a trend. So we, we try to bring those flavors to them rather than them going out. Rajiv, what do you enjoy cooking the most? And when are you cooking for us in Houston? Uh, <laughs> You're visiting Jawahar, right? So cooking. we are inviting ourselves. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you come on over. Tomorrow we can have lunch. Yay! <laughs> Jawahar <laughs> is not... <laughs> I have an appointment. The Asian food is, <laughs> the Asian food is uh, obviously my... Uh, I love doing Chinese, Thai... Uh, Tomorrow we're doing Indian langar at the I'm Sikh Center. I'm, <laughs> oh, I'm a native okay. of India, so yes, I love that. But that's my... He'll come for dinner, Jawahar. <laughs> but the comfort food is, the, um, obviously, I told you, Latin food is yeah. for me. I and made two moles yesterday and they came out amazing. Oh, wow. Wow. Nice. Great. wow. How much similarity there is between... Indian cuisine and Mexican cuisine. Mm -hmm. oh, okay, wonderful. Well, Rajiv, it was so good to have you with us. I know that you're, you're on your way uh, from the airport right now and that you must be very tired. Uh, we, we appreciate you sharing all this stuff with us, but we really think that we uh, Sudesco is maybe onto something and we want to hold them to it when we bring you back next time when, and have some other people come along and talk about your experimental kitchens and cuisines. Yes, so let's have that discussion and then see how it goes. Correct. Well, uh, have a good time in Houston, and thank you once again for calling in. And thank folks, you for we inviting me on the call. Yeah, certainly. We've been talking to Raj Chef Rajiv Jaggi, who's just coming back from Mexico with a bushel full of avocados, which <laughs> I only dream of. <laughs> He's, he already <laughs> said no. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Rajiv. What about those moles? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> he wants moles People now. People <laughs> don't give up over here. <laughs> no, we'll see you tomorrow then. All right. Okay, take care. All right. So, folks, we were talking to Rajiv Jaggi, and here we go with Local the commercial community break. roundup. Every Saturday. 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm from Indo-American News Radio. सगाई से लेकर बारात के लिए नए जीवन की शुरुआत के लिए. Eternal Designs by Maharaja Diamonds. जिंदगी भर रिश्तों में चमक लाए. Custom wedding jewelry and holiday gifts for the one you love. Maharaja, bringing diamonds to life. 
कदर किसी की सिर्फ बोल कर ही नहीं की जाती क्योंकि चमक से पता चल ही जाता है हीरा कभी खुद नहीं कहता वो कितना चमकता है महाराजा ज्वेलर्स फॉर वेन लव इज टू बी एक्सप्रेस नॉट सेड सच्चे प्यार का सच्चा तोहफा फाइव एट टू वन हिल क्रॉप सेवन वन थ्री सेवन एट फोर फाइव सिक्स सेवन थ्री महाराजा ब्रिंगिंग डायमंड हीरा क्या है हीरा वो प्यार है जो दिखते थकता नहीं जो हर कसौटी पर खरा उतरता है हीरा वो है जो बनता है हर चेहरे की मुस्कुराहट जो रहे हमेशा आपके साथ आपका और महाराजा जूलर्स का सालों साल का रिश्ता एक हीरा है महाराजा जूलर्स फाइव एट टू वन हिल क्रॉफ्ट सेवन वन थ्री सेवन एट फोर फाइव सिक्स सेवन थ्री महाराजा ब्रिंगिंग डायमंड वो कुछ कहती नहीं पर ये भी एक भाषा है हीरे की चमक हर नारी की अभिलाषा है हाँ तुम कीमती हो ये सुनने की आशा है तभी तो हर हीरे को महाराजा जूलर्स ने प्यार से तराशा है हम हीरों से रिश्ते बनाते हैं क्योंकि आपके रिश्ते की कीमत हम जानते हैं महाराजा डायमंड्स फाइव एट टू वन हिल क्रॉफ्ट सेवन वन थ्री सेवन एट फोर फाइव सिक्स सेवन थ्री महाराजा ब्रिंगिंग डायमंड्स टू लाइफ You're tuned in to Houston's hottest Bollywood radio station with Sunil T and the Crazy Masala Crew. Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, oh, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanjali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, three to six p.m. Indo-American News. Welcome back, folks. This is Indo-American News, and we are going to our last and final segment where we learn the latest trends that are hap- that happen in Kolkata. Oh, and guess what? Uh, Shridhar's wife Lekha she told me this is her favorite section when we discuss uh, okay. movies. And that's uh, why okay. we don't have it very often. Specifically, <laughs> because we have a villain amongst us. That's true. <laughs> Uh, but but why don't you talk talk about your trip? Oh, my the the movies, the movies that oh, you saw. Oh, the saw. movies! I s- okay. Well, she's already talked about her trip earlier. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, TK. Then let me do the. Yeah, sports. you do the sports first. Okay. Well, uh, sports. Uh, you know, talking about cricket. Cricket, you know, uh, season is never ending. Right. These That's days, earlier yeah. it didn't used to be like that. <laughs> yeah. Because now they have T10 also, another new yeah, format. T10, oh my God, it's crazy. There's T20. There's ODI. And then test cricket, so it never ends. And so, uh, what is happening now is um, the countries are forming different platoons. Correct. There are certain players that are used for ODIs, and then certainly certain players uh, who are more aggressive in their game uh, for T20s and T10s. And so, uh, right now, 
Australia is in India for uh, after you know they won the World Cup. Uh, many of the veteran players left. A few stayed behind, but a lot of young uh, Australian players came in, and uh, India has done very well against them. And our uh, senior players were also rested, and the team, in the Indian team, is led by Surya Kumar uh, Yadav, and uh, he's done uh, very well. And we won the rubber match yesterday, so it was the fourth T20, and India won by 20 runs. And it was a uh, low uh, run scoring, scoring affair. Match, yeah. India scored only 174 runs. And I think uh, Rinku Singh was the highest scorer with 46 runs. And uh, I thought uh, Australia would come back very strong. Yeah. But India took care of them in 20 overs with uh, 20 overs short of the target. Our bowlers did very well. I think yeah. Akshar got three wickets. Or yeah. yeah. So uh, Akshar Patel was one of the best bowlers and uh, so uh, all in all good performances by the indian team there is also yeah go ahead go, uh, what were you saying no you you finish oh okay uh, the next i think we need to talk about is uh, the um, on the topic of cricket there is an abu dhabi t10 uh, series going on right yeah. now mm -hmm. it started 28th november so these matches are only 10 over matches and they last about 90 minutes oh, okay so uh, maybe you they're know, even shorter than a i know game. it's just crazy you know yeah, the, they're too the, short. the extent to which cricket has evolved and how less time people have you know the patience level is very yeah, low these true. days yeah so no one has a time to even see a t20 match Correct. now it's t10 too many series going on. Pakistan has its league. Uh, Bangladesh and has New Zealand. Every country has its own premier right. league. The next series oh, big, for big India. Big news is uh, uh, Hardik Pandya has left Gujarat Titans and he has joined Mumbai Indians, yeah, his in old the, team. For the IPL. And um, Shubman Gill has become the captain of Gujarat Titans. So oh, that okay. is a new piece of information. Oh, okay, that's yes. good to know. Yeah. And the next series for India is uh, in uh, South Africa. Correct. And... Uh, uh, we should also mention uh, is that the NFL. Uh, it has T20s and f what, 50 over one day or what is I it? I think a couple of uh, different things. Okay. Uh, but, um, uh, you know, tomorrow is the NFL game between the Houston Texans and the Denver Broncos are coming to play. Mm -hmm. uh, Broncos are the visiting team. And uh, they have the uh, same uh, record, 6-5. and five. And uh, both teams have gone through quite a lot. And then uh, uh, hopefully J.C. Stroud uh, will play better. Uh, and then the, the defense for Texans, they gave up so much in the last game uh, so that hopefully the defense will improve this time. So let's see what happens. I'd rather have the Texans be at 7 and and that would might get them into the playoffs. Uh, we can now switch to. Uh, I just looked up the movies. South Africa series. It's starting December. Well, I, I have something that I want to contribute 10? here to this conversation. Yeah, December 10th. So there's T20s, there is ODIs, and there is test. Oh, okay. So, so le let me tell you what's happening in the in the world of media because. I get a lot of people attacking the media, especially papers and so on. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And so they say, well, you get all the information from social media. Yeah, well, you get a lot of rubbish from social media, too. Yeah. And y you have to spend a lot of time trying to find it. Something, uh, the Houston Chronicle is suffering from the same thing that, that 
we as our small community paper goes and does, but our community paper has something that the Houston Chronicle does not, and this is just uh, an indication of it. Houston Chronicle this week did away with the letters section. Oh, really? So they, they say they did away with it because uh, our, our they say that it allows us to make improvements across our site, our faster operating platform for our articles, resulting in an improved, faster experience for our audience, which is garbage for saying they're going to the web. They don't want to put letters on the web. But the difference is that the Houston Chronicle does not recognize that it's a community newspaper. They, they recognize themselves as a nationwide brand of Hearst newspapers, mm -hmm. whereas we, as Indo-American News, we realize we serve the community, and we publish a lot of stuff that the community sends us. That's true. And uh, if someone wants to send a letter to the editor, we'll be glad to publish it. And sometimes and, and, uh, people just send in material like the, the, the Diwali Dimaka that was it yeah, someplace yeah. in San Antonio, someplace like that. No, uh, that was in Houston. Oh, okay, okay. But what I'm saying is that we, we are truly represent our community. Yeah. We truly let them have a voice in what they say. Even coming on this radio, they have a voice. That's which true. is why listeners out there need to need to remember that and go pick up one of a copy of our paper. Don't get offended if you find some articles and you want to take the whole paper and throw it away. Yeah. <laughs> which has happened just <laughs> a few times. May have at a certain location. At a certain location this week. And, and so now we can switch to movies. Yeah, please, so please do. I saw a couple of new movies at the theater in India while I was there. Uh -huh. One was Farre. It's a Salman Khan production where he's introducing his niece. Um, her name is Alize Agnihotri, and it's about cheating and you know the extent and length. Cheating in school? Cheat, yeah, that's what I was coming to. All these entrance exams, you know, mm -hmm. and the extent to the lengths to which uh, students can go to the rich kids can go to to get through these exams and impress their families. And um, I would definitely recommend it if you all, uh, if it comes to the theater, definitely go and watch it. It has all these newcomers, but they have done an excellent job. Acting was very, very natural. Alize was excellent. So, you know, you should definitely watch Farre. It's okay. an A-grade drama with good acting and you won't be bored any minute of the, of the entire movie. The other movie I watched is called Twelfth Fail. It's a, oh, by the way, these movies that I watch, both of them are based on true stories. Okay. Ah. So it has actually happened. Mm -hmm. Maybe not exactly same So the thing. first one is Farre. Farre. The second one is called Twelfth Fail, where a twelfth fail candidate <laughs> goes on to become, uh, to pass the UPSC exams. Oh, and, okay. you know, you have to go through several where, you know, two lakh people and then they weed it down to 200 and then 50 and then 10 and then... You know, a few get selected. A series of gates. S a series. And uh, it's, uh, you know, Vikrant Masse, he's a very mm. good actor, yeah. character actor. So he plays the lead role. And then they show the actual person that he has played the role oh, of. Oh, okay. So it's a candidate out of Bihar in a very uh, Chambal district, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Where, you know, the dacoits. That's <laughs> quite an achievement. Yes, yes. So I liked that one too. So if okay. it comes to the theater, please uh, do watch it. The other movies we can talk about is movies that got released after I left. One is Sam Bahadur. It's about the life of General Sam Manikshaw, yeah. so who has a very, very inspirational tale, a very, you know, uh, inspirational person, personality who helped us win the Indo, uh, you know, Pak Bangladesh uh, Bangladesh war. War, yes, right, ba Bangladesh yeah. independence and war. Vicky Kaushal has done a remarkable job. He is a very good actor, so yeah. I'm not surprised. 
And then uh, Sanya Malhotra plays uh, Mrs. Manikshaw. Okay. And there's an interesting side uh, to this movie where uh, uh, apparently uh, Sam Manikshaw's friend was Yaya Khan. Oh, yeah. okay. So He was the one who led the Pakistan. Uh, yeah. Right. And he had wanted uh, Sam to join the Pakistan Army Correct. after independence. Yes. So I saw and then in a this video movie about his life, actually. Yeah. A seven-minute video. Of oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. And the other movie uh, is called Animal. Mm-hmm. It's an action movie starring uh, Ranbir Kapoor. And the director is from South India. And they're kind of taking over the action movie genre. Correct. Uh, talking about action movies, on the way back in the flight, I saw one called Vikram Veda. Uh-huh. I don't know if you saw that. No. It's based on, you know, the old Vikram Vethal stories, but it's a modern day, oh, okay. you know. Uh, and, uh, More or less Saif- like mythology? No, not at all. So it's all about gangsters and police. Oh, I so see. So Saif Ali Khan plays the role of the gangster. Okay. And um, uh, Rithik Roshan plays the role of the villain. But uh, it shows how he became, you know, the the... Uh, anti-social and you know what led him so he goes through all these stories and gradually I see you know and you know uh, the police officer has to answer the questions just like Vikram Vethal I I thought it was very well done oh okay it's again based in the south it was made by southern directors oh okay because you just talked about action being taken over by the south and um, there's also this Netflix series that um we, one should know about railway men. Yes, so railway men is based no, on the Bhopal. Heard it's, it's pretty good. Bhopal tragedy, and and also they have uh, another story mixed in. It's about the Sikh ra- uh, rights against Sikh the Sikh genocide. Yeah. Nineteen eighty-four. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, so, so I also saw a couple of series uh, while I was in India. One is Arya with. Sushmita Sen. Yeah, yes. Uh, That's an ongoing series. Yes, so it's two and a half series so far. Two and a half... um, Episodes. No, not episodes. uh, Seasons. Seasons, seasons. Yes. So it's still going on. It's okay. okay. Not that great. What I really liked was Night Manager. okay. uh, What is that about? It's about uh, a person who is a night manager in a hotel and his experiences. Uh, it has got Anil Kapoor in it. It has one season so far. It was mm-hmm. well done. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And it is. it goes all around the world. So it starts in Bangladesh. And he's a night manager at different hotels all around the world? So you'll have to watch it. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, there, there, was a, there was a German movie to that with that name many, many years ago. Aditya Roy Kapoor plays the role of the night manager. And it's an exact copy of the British night manager series. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Uh, one other thing, and Shobita, we should you, you saw Made in Heaven. No. Oh, that is another series that you know I would recommend. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, and uh, I think uh, we should also mention the two Western movies that are out recently, Napoleon. Yes. Yes. Uh, and I've uh, seen mixed, and re- mixed reviews. And yeah. And holdovers. Yeah, that you really like that, but Maestro is the other. The Maestro is the other one, Leonard yeah. Bernstein. Yeah. Um, well, we're almost out of time. We've got uh, four minutes left, but before we go, I wanted to point out to everybody that next week we're not going to be doing the quiz contest. We're going to be doing Jyoti again. She yes. Is, she's going to be on with Classically Yours with Jyoti. Correct. And she has some guest um, uh, interviews who are coming to the studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, three generations of singers. Oh, oh wow. wow. That's nice, very nice. nice. And then uh, after that, on the 23rd, we're going to, uh, our IAN plugged, unplugged 
session is going to be oh, Christmas, Christmas carols. Special. Christmas carols. Kijana Wiseman, you know, she was here last year. She's right. a friend of mine. And, and uh, we're going to peop get people from different churches, Indian oh, okay. churches, okay. to okay. actually come oh, in. Oh, good. Um, because the quality of uh, singing will be improved. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, are you saying something about <laughs> me? <laughs> Deck the halls with Bowser Holly. <laughs> And and then the t the 30th, we're also going to do another special at the IAN Unplugged session because we will be talking about uh, the uh, Yuletide. Okay, uh, I thought New Year's Eve special. New, Year, New Year's Eve, well, the yeah. Yuletide has ended and New Year's Eve and is And plus beginning. our anniversary will be coming up in January. What, Sinjali, you married? No, <laughs> man, <laughs> our program anniversary. I guess we will be completing... Three years, uh, no, it's four years. It's it's actually I think the first week in January. Uh, we started I think on January fifteenth or something, as far as I remember. The second week of January. Okay, it's possible. The second through. Saturday of January twenty uh, twenty is when we had our first show. Right. So, so folks, don't uh, don't forget to tune in. So for we'll be completing four years. Yeah. Probably. How yeah. time flies. That's yeah, very exciting. Right. And uh, when we added the extra hour, we thought, my God, how are we going to do this? Right. 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 <laughs> Sometimes so we still think so. <laughs> and and we've <laughs> gone through so many. We've evolved quite a bit. We've yeah. gone through so many changes. First, it used to be one person. Remember mm -hmm. that entire hour, and then it got boring. And then uh, the the road we traveled section we did that. Actually, the road we traveled we have somebody coming on on the sixteenth. Sixteenth okay. of January. No, December. Oh, okay. So that will be a, a one hour segment. Right, that will be a different one hour segment. Yeah. Okay, okay. And uh, what are, what will they be talking about? Uh, I can't let you know oh, right now because I've learned top secret. No, I've learned the hard way. Sometimes they say yes and then they, <laughs> <laughs> they drop out in <laughs> the last they minute. Don't show up. How's that the Supreme song, You Keep Me Hanging On? <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, yes. So, yeah, and then we started the Unplugged. We had we had a Jyoti. So, we've evolved and come a long way, folks. Right. And right. thanks for all the support. And well, this, really this is not Swan Song right now. We I know, just, I know. We're giving them a little sizzle for what's going to happen next week so, and Jyoti is going to be doing some more soulful music from well, I'm going to have three gens of music I know yeah, Prabhu just told us exciting. about it yes. that'll be very who exciting who are they going to be um, uh, Aarti Mishra Soumya Rege and her daughter oh, oh okay I know the family yes, yeah, okay yeah. okay looking forward to it Soumya Rege's daughter has been on our show before yes she and has and she, she lives she's in Austin she's coming right? up with a new release and uh, we played her, her mother, songs a couple of times her mother is a uh, Odissi a classical music expert yes. and Soumya and I have the same guru so oh, wow I see. Okay. it's going to be interesting that'll be All right. very nice and then Looking forward. So if you want to be part of the caroling uh, thing on the 23rd, folks, you know, get in touch with us, 713-789-6397. That translates to 713-789-NEWS, N-E-W-S. And uh, we will be looking forward to... We'll be right back next Saturday. Adios till then. Adios. Stay warm. And Sanchali and will fun. be back with us. Yes. 107.5 KGLK HD4 Lake Jackson and 98.7 FM K254BZ Fairbanks. Masala.